shut the front door. Uh, this is Carla Radio. Hi. Welcome back. My name is Thomas Giles, and we are bringing you Coffins Under the Stench.
Okay, that was Fear From Above by Defiled from their new album. It's a very interesting album, and I recommend that you think about potentially looking at that album somewhere on iTunes or in your local shops, hopefully. We are in the studio today with Matt from hey Color. Hey, what's going on? Not much, dude. Not good much. <laughs> and also a man who was described by a good friend of mine as the godfather of Japanese death metal. We are in the studio with uh, Takashi from Anatomia. Hi. Hey. Hey, man. Uh, this is very exciting for me because I think I've actually said on previous Color podcasts that you're the person I've actually wanted to interview right from the start. Um, so uh, for those of you who don't know, Takashi is the drummer and singer in Anatomia, and he's also in five million other bands. <laughs> Takashi, could you tell us those bands? Okay, uh, the first band I uh, had was Gambetta. Uh, that was before Transgressor. Um, and after that, I joined Necrophile as a guitarist. And there's another band called Schizo. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah drums for that band yeah, as my uh, my other brother formed that band and he won a drummer, so I helped that uh, on the drums. Is that how you got into drums? Well, no, no, no. Before, before, uh, more, more long ago. Yeah. I started drums. Oh, okay, okay. <coughs> that's that's a grindcore band. So we're on we're on four right now. Four now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something to do with the shirts that we're wearing as well. Worm-ridden. Yeah, worm-ridden. <laughs> and uh, when I was in the States, I played in Waco Jesus. That's right. Oh, That's my God, yeah. yeah. Jeez, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Don't only demo uh, time when, yeah. they were, when they played the demo. Were, were you living in the States for that? Or were you kind of like going back and forth to the States? I lived in the States for a few years. No way. I went to school. Yeah. So during that school days, I, I joined in the band. This is nursery school, right? <laughs> <laughs> nursery school. Nursery school. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, how, how old were you when you did that? Um, uh, 20 years old. Okay. All right. At that time, yeah. And why, were you, why, were you, why did you go to school there? Why? Yeah. Why did you choose? Um, I wanted to go to the States mm -hmm. uh, to study English or some... Uh, I took major sociology and psychology um, because at school I went here in Japan mm -hmm. had, uh, I could transfer I could transfer the credits mm -hmm. so I had uh, only some few options in the states so the one of them is in in Illinois really so central Ooh. Illinois yeah which is about three hours drive from Chicago mm -hmm. yeah so you had some so like really yeah, good concerts to go to well, well it's very very countryside and there's no mm -hmm. Uh, good shows there, but I often went to Chicago and mm -hmm. some some good shows. That's awesome. Yeah. Can can you like can you remember any of them, any of the shows that you went to? Um, Did you see Master back Time in the of day? Hopes, uh, oh. uh, 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 Sinister. Yeah. Holland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, cynic. Oh, you've hit the vein with me. Oh man. Some local bands like uh, Eternal Breeding mm -hmm. and, and uh, I got it in Balmer. Mm -hmm. Oh no way! Lots of, uh, yeah, lots way of back then. Bands, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. There's a Michigan Death Fest. Uh, uh, I had a friend with the, the organizer. Mm -hmm. 
she's a middle mom. <laughs> <laughs> she's all, uh, about 40 or 50 years old. And, uh, I met her and then uh, I was invited to, to the festival. And I think Aofu went there. Yeah, that's awesome. And had uh, met some cool friends there. Mm. That that is um, you. You've reminded me of I think when I was thirteen, thirteen or fourteen, um, and you know when you're young, when I was that age and I lived in the countryside, like my friend's MTV was the only thing I mm. could get like decent music on, and I remember. Uh, bear in mind, this is when I was really young. Mm. And uh, Cannibal Corpse were on uh, Headbangers Ball, and they were like, yeah, we're playing Festival of Hate in <laughs> Chicago. And I think it was 93. And they're like, yeah, everyone come along. And I literally, the next thing, I went to my mom. I'm like, mom, um, a band Cannibal Corpse <laughs> are playing uh, Festival of Hate in Chicago. Uh, can I go? And my mom was just like, no way. Are you joking? And I, I literally, I had like a teenage fit of like, <laughs> why won't you let me go to Chicago to see Cannibal Corpse at Festival of Hate? It's like the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> but um, yeah, I wish I, you know, I wish I'd gone. Um, so you, you did your time in America as well. You, um, in terms of the timeline of your bands, I would like to talk about Transgressor a bit. Okay. I'll be honest, Transgressor were a band I never knew about at the time. Like my upbringing for metal was like basically based around earache bands, couple of metal blade bands, and occasionally just things I picked up randomly in Tower Records. But um, where does Transgressor fit into that? Was that after you came back from America? No, before. That was before. Yeah. Good God, so you were a teenager when you were doing Transgressor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man. Well, weren't you, I, I seem to remember a story about you and Takaaki being like, oh wait, that would be Necrophile. Um, with Transgressor, you were like 19 or something when you first uh, started playing in stateside as, as a band. Yeah, around the years, like mm. 19, 20 years old. Jeez. And when you guys were, so were you playing live then as well yeah yeah had you released uh what is it ether from the skateboard yes yeah. good god wow that yeah it was like yeah, yeah i was young and a long time ago <laughs> yeah because I, I i literally the reason i know about transgressor and i might be the same for you is because you guys reformed like a year ago yeah and that was that just for that one concert or yeah Oh. The bass bassist uh, he lives in England, and um, we tried to form the band mm -hmm. with a different lineup, but uh, we we just didn't work. Gave up, you know. We yeah. wanted to reform only with the old old lineup, so only the bassist comes back to Japan for holidays, whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, we decided to do uh, do an art. Mm -hmm. He he spent like two or three weeks weeks kind of like that so we had time to practice well, how so long how it. long had you not been playing your songs for though hmm? how long so transgressor formed you played and then you stopped and then 15 years later yeah it's you like get so did you how did you remember the songs i yeah, know if we it were, were me. very very worried about forgot everything yeah remember remember that one? Oh yeah but after we get together and do some practice mm -hmm. uh, yeah 
actually came really so just it came back yeah it came back and then went all right mm-hmm. yeah because that that show was at um akihabara uh ongakukan yeah wasn't it right with last year. yeah i think butcher abc was on that bill no it's only three bands necrophile okay transgressor and lurking fear that's right lurking fear was on it man okay, yeah 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 so Takaki did double duty that night as well. No, I did. Yeah, I did yeah. Yeah, I, I did uh, both necrophile and uh, transgress. Okay. Mm. Gotcha. Isn't Takaki a necrophile as well? Takaki is a necrophile. Okay. But not and transgress. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so many names. There's too many bands. <laughs> too many T's. Um, I actually, funny enough, you just said something which I just want to quickly talk about. Do you get nervous when you before you go on stage yeah to, to a certain extent mm. um, yeah but once i got on the stage uh it, it suddenly changed some, some somehow sure. well it's kind of like if you just start then you're good but before you hit hit that first note yeah it's kind of uh, i don't know if it's gonna go good but then you start playing and okay we're off Okay. I, I, I ask everyone that because I get really, I actually dislike playing live. I get very, very nervous. That's um, why you only face the... Yeah, I can't do that anymore. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Um, okay, well, I, I'm going to say a name and I'd like you to tell me what the name means to you, like what you think about, everything like that. Um, Chris Reifert. Yeah. Tell me, tell me what... Um, how he has uh, influenced you or what that name means to you? Um, he's actually the big influence uh, to me as, uh, you know, the drummer and vocalist at the same time. Um, yeah, I do like that style, you know, very, very uh, aggressive, vocal styles and uh, very intense drums but uh, at the same time I, I grew up with uh, creator mm-hmm. oh yeah okay uh, you know the creator drama Venta mm-hmm. yeah he does the vocals too so actually my in first influence as a drummer and vocalist is Venta hmm. okay and then then back then I did covers of creator songs uh, so, mm-hmm. so many times and uh, I like playing drums and s- do the set vocals at the same time but the cert- when, when I start listening to death metal uh, w- when death screen Gra- bloody gore came mm-hmm. out oh, yeah uh, not that I knew about it then but I love that album yeah I ch- a little bit changed the style you mm. know uh, more like Chris Leifold style sure so so you like you knew about autopsy, obviously. Yeah. For those of you who have no idea who Chris Reifert is, he's um, the drummer from Autopsy. He's, he's in Abscess as well, isn't he? Yeah. And um, he also he wrote the liner notes for uh, Decaying in Obscurity as well. Yeah, he, he did the handwriting yeah. text. Which uh, I, you know, I remember getting the vinyl, which you very kindly signed as well for me. <laughs> Back when I, was, I, I remember that was the first time I met you. I was just like, you probably, he probably won't do it. He'll probably tell me to go away. And you're just like, yeah, man, no problem. Um, 
So do you have, uh, do you like talk to him? Is that someone you know from like your years of, because obviously you've been to America before with Necrophile. Mm -hmm. um, so do you have like a good friendship with him or something like that? Yeah, uh, back in the days, uh, we looked uh, together. Mm -hmm. we, we exchanged uh, the, the, the and pen pals. Pen pals, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, when I was went to the States, uh, they were touring States. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I went to one of the shows in Michigan, and I met him. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who aren't in the studio, I just... Horns up. <laughs> yeah, I just did the horns and swore. I didn't yeah. actually. Well, that yeah. it's, it's you bring up the pen pal thing, right? And I know you and I have talked about tapes before too, and you're really big in the tape, tr like the mm. international tape trade as well, yeah. right? So it kind of, I mean, something I'd be interested in asking briefly about. I've got it on my list. Okay, wonderful. Can <laughs> we can we jump to that? Yeah, go okay. for it. Is you know, and you've definitely had kind of the the real quote unquote experience of kind of analog, you know, pen pals and tape trading and things like that. And you're still doing a lot with it. Yeah. Is that, I mean, how is that working? How does it, like, within Japan, outside of Japan, internationally, how does the tape trade, how do you see it kind of working right now? Right now? Yeah, or I guess maybe uh, how has it, what was it and how is it now, kind of, you yeah. know, the history of it? Uh, we had, back in the days, uh, we had certain uh, ways to do the trading. We made a list yeah. of uh, the items you have mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then sent, uh, sent it by letters, you know, uh, back in the days. And then check wh what you want yeah. and then send it back. So, like, it would be like a two-week process of I sent somebody a list. Yeah. They get the list. They yeah. circle something on the list. They yeah. put it back in a letter and send yeah. it back to me. Yeah. I'd imagine yeah. two weeks was very quick. For Sometimes in the blank tapes, mm -hmm. yeah, and, and ILC, which yeah. is international response cards. Mm -hmm. I forgot, but some uh, with with that you can pay the postage. Oh, okay. And I'd always heard there was a way to reuse stamps as well. <laughs> yeah, so. stamp. Yeah, also, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We okay. Did that too. <laughs> Do, okay, so. <coughs> Because you, you post online uh, or, or sometimes about, you know, kind of things you've received. Uh, and I, I am a huge geek when it comes to just collecting records. Admittedly, records I don't even need. Uh, I just love having records. Mm -hmm. um, and for me, it's like if you go to my house, there's no CDs. There's a couple of tapes which I've never listened to. <laughs> um, do you have a preference like tape, record or CD? Like, is there one that you hold most highly above anything else? Well, I prefer tapes. Really? Oh, yeah. why, why is that? Um, I don't know. It looks very compact and then it's, it's just looks good. Yeah. Um, I, I love listening to it. The sound itself is a little bit different mm -hmm. you know, when you put on the stereo. Sure. I just grew up with that, so I think I like it because of that. Okay. Yeah. Um, how about, I was going to ask you this as well. We, we're going to skip to this subject quickly. Um, something like uh, MP3. Yeah. Uh, you, do, you, do you do that? Do you like it? MP3? Mm. Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well, because I know speaking with, and this is, God, it's probably like four years ago when you and I were taught, what was it, like Japan Black Death? Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I remember discussing you with you, because uh, we were t talking about making a compilation, and we were talking about format. And, you know, basically it was vinyl, tape, or CD are the three that we were talking about. And I remember being kind of stunned. I think it was the first time um, that I understood this, and you told me that, well, if we're going to make this and we're going to distribute it and sell it here, I mean, tapes are awesome, mm -hmm. vinyl's great, but if we're going to spend money on this thing and we're going to sell it domestically, we have to make a CD. Right. Like, there's no right. reason to mm -hmm. make a tape or a vinyl or, a, yeah, a vinyl release because doesn't, I mean, somebody will, a few people will buy it, but by and large, I mean, Japan really loves CDs. Yeah. Right and not even MP3s either, like the physical CD, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know. It looks nice in a collection. I know? suppose. Much like vinyl does as well. <laughs> um, okay, I'll tell you what, I need a bit of beef jerky, and it's going to sound gross if I'm talking with beef jerky in my mouth. So, <laughs> um, I'm going to play an Anatomia track right now. I hope you don't mind. I have, would like to play Drowned in Sewage. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. cool, great. So this is Anatomia with Drowned in Sewage. I'm going to get my eats on. We'll be back in a minute.
Welcome back to Carla Radio. That was Drowned in Sewage by Anatomia, uh, one of Japan's best death metal bands. Like, I mean, if you yeah, ask I me. totally <laughs> agree with that statement. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we have Takashi in the studio with us, and I am going to spring a question on you okay. that I've wanted to ask you for a while. Uh, you have two albums that the artwork is really similar. Yeah. You have dissected humanity, yeah, and you have uh, decaying in obscurity. Mm -hmm. Who did the art, and why is there? Why, when I look at it, do I think, oh, it's very similar art? Yeah, the the guy who did the artwork mm -hmm. is my old friend since transgressive days. Mm. Okay. Um, back then, he doesn't do that uh, drawing, but. After some years, uh, when I contacted him, he he does that. Mm -hmm. So uh, I was kind of interested in it, and I talked to him that my new band, Anatomia, is releasing an album. Mm -hmm. And he said, oh, cool, that he wants to do that. So mm -hmm. I was looking for, you know, death metal artist back then. But uh, instead of that, uh, I wanted to ask my friend because it, it sounds more unique. Mm -hmm. Sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. Definitely. And back then was when uh, Tomia started. There's so many brutal death metal band, and uh, I kind of like don't want to do that. The, you know, computerized stuff. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I that's why one of the reasons why Tomia was started. Mm -hmm. We want to do old school style, uh, very filthy, uh, slow death metal, and so. Behind that <coughs> background, I asked ask him to do that, and he did very black and white, very using only pens. Yeah, and right. It's like pencil color. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pencils, and that worked very well, and fit in the band sure. very well. So they're really weird covers as well, and like I think as well, it shows that he's kind of improved as an artist as well because. Um, obviously, like Decaying Obscurity, the, the cover's beautiful. Uh, like, it's really, really and nice. It's kind of serene, too. I mean, it's very, very serene. Like, it's, it's calm. Yeah. I think. It's almost like death, right? Mm. It's sort of. And it's a very interesting yeah, choice. I don't it's, not, it's, not, it's not violent. It's not, I wouldn't call it brutal either. It's, it's serene, I actually mm. kind of think. It, it almost kind of looks like Snow, what is it, Snow White, right? Just like lying there on a table. You but it, it's very it's very dark as well. Uh, yeah, like very much like so. dissected humanity. She's kind of like looking at the viewer, mm -hmm. but then there's something weird on her as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is yeah. is crazy. It's interesting that you say that because uh, there's a specific ra record label that um, you know they put out extreme music, and there's kind of like the one thing that actually kind of um, turns me off listening to extreme music is. Um, Seeing covers like that, seeing uh, the the one that springs to mind is the Cannibal Corpse Wretched Spawn album, where mm, it's like there's yeah. this thing coming out of her vagina, one popping out of her chest, and one coming out of her mouth. Mm -hmm. And I, I, yeah, yeah, I, I just feel it's like yeah, it's in the music that it should be extreme, not um, 
Well, yeah, and I mean, it's just, it's, at this, I mean, back 20 years ago or something like that, having that kind of ultra-violence and gore and everything was sort of new and whatnot, but like with a lot of things now, it's, I mean, it's been around for 20, like I've seen many weird alien things coming out of vaginas and, yeah. you know, weird, like, rotting eyeballs and whatnot, and, <laughs> it's, and it's not that it's offensive, it's just, okay, I've, I, I get it, I know it, I've seen it, like, can we please do something new, something interesting, maybe tone it back a little bit and yeah. get more artistic, kind of like yeah. your In fact, uh, honestly, when I first look at his artwork, I felt kind of, oh, it's not, not good, but, <laughs> <laughs> nice. you know, that's, I was kind of looking to straightforward you know death metal cover sure mm. but after some while i've uh, been thinking about it then oh okay maybe that works and then yeah. after some years uh, i'm very much satisfied with that sure and <coughs> i my decision was good <coughs> so uh it is I a good decision yeah, I th I in, think it in fact i i have a friend in uh oregon who uh, he bought the uh, the vinyl, the double vinyl of Decaying in Obscurity, which came. I didn't get one with my when I bought mine, but apparently some of the uh, vinyls came with like a massive back patch mm. of the front cover. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, and it was Justin. Oh, Justin put yeah, it on his back patch. And I remember seeing that in Disc Union, and I was like, ah, oh, I already have it. But I really want that back patch. Well. <laughs> Should I buy it? And it's like four thousand yen. It's like because it's a beautiful album. It's like a really well packaged album. Um, like the, just the inlay is amazing. The front cover is beautiful. Like gatefold is always beautiful. But like then there's this whole thing of like mm, then I'll have two of the same album. That's weird. Uh, <laughs> so I didn't buy it, and he actually bought that copy that I was looking at. So oh, yeah. so you should have bought it. Is what you're I, saying? Well, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Regret. Um, it's a bitch. <laughs> well, talking about uh, kind of uh, back patches, stuff like that. Uh, Takashi and I today are both wearing. You're not Matt. <laughs> no, no, I'm We're both wearing uh, t-shirts of a band called uh, Undergang, or Undergang. Undergang. Yeah. Uh, who I was uh, very lucky to see in San Francisco. Oh yeah, that's right. About four or five weeks ago, I can't remember. I've been drunk pretty much since then. Um, <laughs> and for those of the, you not in the know, uh, Takashi is also in a band with David from Undergang called Wormridden. And we'll be playing one of their tracks in a little bit. But um, David lives in Denmark, right? Yeah. yeah. So I just wanted to ask you how the whole Wormridden thing came about. Okay, uh, that was back in 2010 mm -hmm. uh, when Anatomia played at Kiltown Death Fest, ah. the, that was the first edition. Um, after the, the festival, we actually had uh, two shows in Germany, and then after we came back to Copenhagen, we had the one day off, and that time uh, we were talking about... Uh, something the project that, like you know that i had in mind and uh i talked to him and he said cool and then he was interested in that so <coughs> that was the time when we started and then i sent him the demo songs mm -hmm. and <coughs> he liked it so we just started and then the first demo was recorded uh 
by sending the trucks, mm -hmm. you know, sure. the, the drum trucks first, and then hit the guitar trucks. So wait, th sorry, <coughs> did you you just recorded drum tracks? Yeah. Or did you record a guitar track over as well? At the very beginning, I did uh, demo recording. I mean, to sh to learn mm -hmm. the the song. Ah, right, right, right. Okay. And then for the demo, I mean, for the first demo recording, I did the drum first. Okay. And then sent him, and <laughs> he recorded listening to the, the drum trucks. Was that like, I've, I've never done, I've never written music like that. Was that, you lay down the drum tracks, yeah. and then you send it to him and say, hey, do something. And then he does something, yeah. and then that's the song. Because, <laughs> I mean, I guess that's kind of how you write music anyway. But mm. I don't know, it's just yeah. odd, because it's not in the same room, I guess. Yeah, yeah, but that's the only way we could do mm -hmm. Okay. The, I, I mean, I, under undergang like I think it took me to see them live to think like, wow, they're they're a really crushing band, like mm. really super heavy. Uh, and he was a very interesting guy. I managed to meet him briefly uh, after the concert, but I, d I didn't say like, oh, I know Takashi from Anatomia as well, because I <laughs> felt like a dick saying that. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he was very nice. He was very very civil. Um, the one thing I wanted to ask you about, Wormridden as well. Do you know, he has, David has like an amazing guitar sound. Like a really good guitar sound. And uh, when I saw them at the Golden Bull, he had one Marshall amp and he had one pedal. And he went through, I think, two guitars that night. But he just had the one pedal. Do you know what that pedal is? It was so heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I should be like an HM2. Sorry, my inner geek is because I didn't ask him on the night. I was a bit too shy, but like, uh, it's like an orange boss pedal. Might be heavy metal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. Okay, all right. Probably is. Yeah, it, it was very, very interesting. Anyway, to see, seeing them. Um, okay, so, and by the way, later on we're going to play a worm ridden track if I hadn't mentioned that as well. Uh, we. I want to talk a little bit about death metal as an evolving genre. Because uh, as I mentioned earlier, I still see death metal in the vein of it's just death metal. Uh, I accept that there's stuff like technical death metal, uh, the doom death metal, all of that kind of stuff. And I see that there are differences, but at the end of the day, it kind of it's all death metal. It's like extreme, it's heavy, it has particular subject matter. And Anatomia, yeah. beca because that's kind of like your most active band at the moment, uh, often called Doom Death Metal, or Doom Death, if that sounds really uncool, if I'm saying Doom Death Metal. Do you, do you see like death metal sectioned off like that do you think of stuff in terms of ah oh, that's technical that's extreme blah 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 yeah yeah yeah, yeah? yeah, yeah. okay and do you have okay this is the question okay yeah so for me if someone says they're technical death metal for me i'll just be like ah i probably don't like it then <laughs> like <laughs> do, do you have a uh, is there anything that turns you off like you don't like in the death metal spectrum or like, are you open to everything there? Um, when it comes to listen to it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, 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 I mean yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm open to 
there any kinds and types. Okay. So, which leads me on to my next question. Do you listen exclusively to metal? Exclusively? Yeah, like, as, as in you only ever listen to metal. Yeah, metal. Yeah, just mm. heavy metal. Oh, my That's God. It? Okay, <laughs> I was totally okay. gonna thinking you were going to go like, no, I listen to, like, classical music <laughs> <laughs> as well. Ah, damn. Okay. I think that's right. the first time I've ever heard that answer. Most Ooh. of the time, people's like, "Oh no, like I just I listen to a lot, but no, like that, you know, that other guy's pretty good too." Yeah, I listen to experimental yeah. fairy music as well. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, <coughs> that threw me for a six as well. Yeah, it did. I was totally <laughs> thinking you were gonna say like, "No, I'm I'm kind of open with stuff." So um, we did talk about this as well. Um, you know, you've said you've like creator and I know you like destruction as well. Yeah. yeah. But what are some of the modern bands? Obviously there's undergang. What are some of the more modern bands that you're listening to at the moment? Um, Japanese or not Japanese? I, I, anything's fine. Yeah. Uh, I like, uh, Spectra voice. Oh, who I saw in San Francisco as well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I like Clips from Finland. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, there's so many bands these days. I like a kind of heavy, slow, death metal. Mm. How, do you, how do you go about finding them? Um, maybe just, you know, Facebook and uh, okay, some, uh, yeah, band no, camp and stuff. Yeah, that sure. sounds kind of... Because, I mean, back in the... They're in what, the... Like 2008, around then, music blogs were really good, and that's how I found a lot of music. But then those got cut. Um, before that, you know, Soul Seek and Napster and everything. And then after that, going to sh like most of the music I get is introduced to me from either you know you or somebody that I know. Um, Facebook occasionally factors into it, but like you said, there's there, very good. There are so many bands these days. I mean, if you yeah. if you don't have guidance from somebody else or something else. It's really easy to get lost mm. in just this yeah. sea yeah. of, you know, creativity, I guess. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I d again, as I think it's good in terms of something like Facebook. Strangely Because you, yeah. you, you get a filter. You, you really mm. do get mm -hmm. a filter. You know, you, you do occasionally get someone saying, oh, this band's really good. Mm -hmm. And you listen to them and you think, ah, oh, actually, no, they're not. They're pretty... SH stroke one T right, and right, right. Um, <laughs> I think that's one of the downsides of uh, the kind of the metal scene is like people have this whole kind of like yeah it's metal so it's good and it's that's not th there's true. this <laughs> no yeah I think there's a barrier of like just because these guys are wearing like bullet belts or just because they're mm -hmm. uh, I mean there's something specifically like black metal where it's like just because they're in face paint they've got their dicks out and yeah, you know right. there's mm. there's a goat on the front cover yeah doesn't mean they're that good I say uh, for, for me and this is actually a little bit of a problem for myself I realize is because I'm always downloading flyers and like you know promoting shows and like doing data stuff, mm -hmm. and for Kala, right for Kala, and because of that, I'm aware of all these really great shows that are going on, and they'll have you know two bands that I like, and then like three that I've never heard before, but because they're playing with these bands mm -hmm. that I do like, yeah. like Murdiena from uh, Shiga is one of these bands that oh, I found Murdiena, out recently. Yeah. Right. Um, who else? There's a number of other bands, but that's kind of how I find new music, which totally limits me to Japan. 
Right. I'm not at all finding like new Finnish stuff, new German stuff, new American stuff. I'm really not yeah. up to date with that. If only there was some kind of international worldwide connected electronic mm. communication system mm. that could yeah. interweave all these things that like a net a, or something. <laughs> that would be really good. We should make that. Um, okay, I, I've actually got a couple more questions and like I've shot all over the place tonight. Uh, first things first, the one of the big differences in your sound for anatomia, let's go back to anatomia again, uh, one of the big differences in your sound, especially live, uh, is you have you now have a keyboardist. Yeah. yeah. Why did you bring in a keyboardist? Because well, I think that's very original in death metal. I know there are bands that have used it, but it's quite a like. Well, usually in kind of a symphonic way too, and I don't. Uh, think well, in like metal, yeah, but like yeah. in death metal, it's not Pretty used rare. that much. Yeah. Yeah, we don't use keyboard as uh, you know playing. As for the melody, you know, mm -hmm. it's not just for you know making the atmosphere. Sure. So very slow, but uh, we want to bring more atmosphere on mm -hmm. it. So it sounds very, very creepy. I was going to say ghostly, but yeah. yes, yeah, it, it's so definitely atm very atmospheric. And uh, one definitely on the decaying and obscurity album, it. It kind of reminds me of uh, the old, the Gizm Man album, where like they have these moments of like that's yeah. the band playing, but then they have these kind of just huge, oh, it's just sound now. It's <laughs> I mean, it's really cool. I think it works very very well. It's very very cool. Um, you've also chosen the one keyboardist on the planet who picks up her keyboard <laughs> and it's like headbanging away. Yeah, and that's just a regular keyboard and. Like yeah, they're big. <laughs> yeah, they're huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys like when it's her next birthday, you should buy her like a keyboard strap or something. <laughs> so she, because otherwise, when she's like forty, she's gonna have a back yeah. defect. She'll be hunched over like an old woman. Um, okay, and also, um, I wanted to ask you. I I kind of thought about this on the train over, that. I've been reading some books recently mm -hmm. and it kind of reminded me of the times when I was younger and there was the division, which I think still exists to some extent, between black metal and death metal. Mm -hmm. Like, So my first question would be, do you listen to black metal? Yeah. Yeah? Uh, yeah. Do, do you have any particular bands you really like for black metal? Um... Not much these days, actually. Sure. Mm. Okay. I grew up with nowadays. Bathory. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Bathory is the only the band, the black metal band I like. Okay. I mean, after Bathory, there's so many bands came up. Um, kind of like, like, too much to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I, I like Bathory so much. Mm. And uh, the other bands sounds very similar to Bathory. So uh, this is the band Bathory is good enough to me. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. and, and that's about, uh, yeah. So my second question would be, along the lines of, because I haven't formulated it that well yet, do you feel that in Japan, like, I mean, I say in Japan, I think maybe in Tokyo, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for live concerts that 
there's a separation between kind of like ah okay we're a death metal band Mm. let's just play with death metal bands or like they're a black metal band they just play with black metal bands Mm -hmm. like do you see that it's not a division but like just do you see that happening yeah yeah okay because we have many shows Mm -hmm. uh, (coughs) happening every weekend and yeah kind of like competing each other sure i don't know we are not organizers so i don't Mm -hmm. know how it works but i can see that some groups okay i i kind of think that it's i don't want to call it laziness because that sounds mean but it's like a lot of the same types of bands play with themselves well, not like that, but not on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get that? <laughs> Holy. <laughs> he went no, there. Yeah. They play. Oh. Basically, they play. <laughs> 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 yeah. That is staying in. Okay. Um, no, but they, they play with the same type of band. And right? finished. <laughs> um, and it's, it's just kind of easy to do that, right? You know, if you get one death metal band, then you can get a bunch and say, oh, but it's a death metal show. Right. Whereas if you start mi- and there is mixing happening now, mm. I definitely think yeah. that's yeah, happening. Yeah, totally. But it gets a little bit more difficult if somebody asks, OK, what's what's the show? And if you can't just say, oh, it's a death metal show and you have to sort of explain mm. why there's a noise outfit and one black metal band and then terror squad. Mm. Right. If it's all over the place, it's just a little bit harder to mm. explain what it is. Um, so my my opinion on it is that there's I don't think there's any division. I think it's just kind of comfort maybe, which maybe isn't a good thing mm. personally speaking, but yeah, it's just easier to just do a death metal show mm-hmm. as opposed to mixing it up. Yeah. But I I, d- I see that, you know, like you say like as we're trying not to say the division, but th- mm. you know, we've got the uh blood right thing coming mm-hmm. up soon. Mm-hmm. I think the the bands on that are, are very definite. This time, ar- well, because Cola Cosmica is on it, and mm. that was because of Funeral Sutra, but that's doom and black metal, right? With a little bit of psychedelia. Mm. Um, but e- I mean, even that's that's three genres right mm. there. So um, that's three people count them: one, two, three. Yeah. But uh, okay. <laughs> but no, I think re- recently, if you look at um, Dread has what the battle axe gig i think yeah, it's called yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a really good one i give them a lot of props for like booking really really interesting lineups robbing in the wounds that i didn't get to see birth ritual exactly thanks that's very great, much that's a great example um okay uh takashi what's next for for you i mean i'm not going to say anatomia you've got quite a lot of projects going what what's what's next on your radar for things that you're doing musically um i'm currently working on new album for okay. Anatomia. I'm doing a uh, recording. Yeah, and you, so you right said you were, you were changing how you were recorded? Is that right? Yeah, I I everything is done like, by DIY. I yeah. do drum recorded by myself at my mm-hmm. house. Mm. Oh my God, you've got a house where you <laughs> can play drums yeah. in Japan? Wow. Jeez, wow. And I use my gear, and yeah. and PC and software and everything. So everything's uh, is kind of slower, but yeah, trying to make it uh, more satisfied. Satisfied mm-hmm. is yeah. so. This is a learning process for you. You you haven't done this before. No. Okay. All right. And uh, you're playing live drums, or are you playing electronic drums, or live drums, of course. 
years. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Jeez. So for anyone who has never lived in Japan, um, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Be quiet. Yeah. This we live in. Uh, I mean, it's in Tokyo, and even in the countryside, I think you'd be lucky to find somewhere where you could play drums. Uh, houses are paper thin here. Uh, apartments are, for the most part, paper thin. I, I'm very lucky I live in a concrete apartment, but still, there's a point where I can't turn up that loud mm -hmm. as well. So you have you soundproofed a room? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my, my neighbors uh fortunately... Are dead. Uh, <laughs> warehouse, <laughs> warehouse, and... Oh, no mm. way. Right, next to my house is a yeah. house. And oh, really? Nobody okay. lives there. Oh, that's good. So cool. So th is is there a release date for that album, or are you just you're just kind of practicing, learning, and all that kind of thing? Right now, just practicing. And okay. uh, uh, I think I'm going to talk to Nuclear War now mm -hmm. again and see how the details of the release. Are, y are you guys signed to them? I just talked to uh, uh, Yosuke yeah. mm -hmm. about that, and he said he's interested in that. Cool. So very, very cool. Vinyl, please, Yosuke. Vinyl. <laughs> like, forget all this tape crap. Vinyls. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. Um, okay, and so have you got all the songs written as well? Yeah. yeah oh, sick. Ah, okay, all right. Well, we'll, we'll wait for that. We'll wait for with bated breath for that um any other plans for any of the other bands um yeah at the same time necrophiles mm -hmm. also recording the album great mm. awesome man yeah um so i'm pretty busy now <laughs> yeah awesome yeah. that's really, really recording good. for both I bands i thought because what necrophile got back together two years ago ish must be three years because we played with them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we did. Um, I I was always under the impression that you you kind of like had a chance to get back together and we're like, oh, well let's get the old band together and just have fun. But then you kept doing it, yeah. and then you started thinking, oh, wait a minute, no, this is actually this is working. Let's continue doing this. Mm -hmm. Is that kind of why yeah. did Necrophile get back together in the first place? Just for fun. Yeah, for the first time, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, it was like that. We wanted to get together and then have fun. Mm -hmm. Just did the show, mm -hmm. and after that, you know, many organizers were interested in. Yeah, everybody jumped on you guys, including me. Just <laughs> yeah. accept that. Excuse my wine opening. And yeah. kept doing the shows. <laughs> Actually, one question I had for you is, and maybe this is a little bit generic, um, but you've got. Transgressor goes the band name goes a little bit out of not not out of style but like kind of out of the pattern but you've got necrophile um worm ridden um and then anatomia which i think is the most uh not scientific but um not direct kind of deathy sounding mm -hmm. name is there is there kind of a pattern is there a theme that you're trying to pursue with all of these bands. Oh, and let me answer this one, Takashi. Okay. Death. <laughs> is, that, is that correct? <laughs> Come on. Death. Yeah, it's all about death. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't intend to do it, mm. but it happens. Like yeah. 
Well, how, and different how, how, how style. did the name? How did the name specifically Anatomia? Because that's not a real word, right? But transgressor. Is it not? That I, I've looked it up a number of times, and it's on what? so far the on interweb. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, but transgressor—that's a real word, right? Yeah. Necrophile, definitely a real word. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Worm-ridden, I mean, that works. <laughs> you are worm-ridden, yeah. How, how did you come up with anatomia? I was just simply, I lived from Graves' demo. Yeah. yeah. Anatomia corpus humani. Oh, ah, okay. It's my right. favorite time, uh, demo. Oh, okay. So that makes sense. So it's Latin then. Sweet Latin, Swedish yeah. band? It's Swedish band, Graves. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Like, do you have the actual demo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> like oh man it's like and there's me like I think I saw the original vinyl the original press of the vinyl like it's like 9,000 yen and I just Whoa. Thought, can't afford that <laughs> <laughs> you've got the original demo as well jeez okay uh, okay so uh, let's do this you've got some tracks for us to play but I think let's keep doom death or like just let's go for death kind of wise could you give me, and then we'll call it, we'll call it a day after that, I think, because um, the wine is kicking in and the beef jerky is <laughs> well. yeah, <it's> kicking in. <laughs> what, what are three death metal albums from whenever, from whenever uh, in the period that you think people should definitely check out? Like, 100%, you have to hear these albums. Well, death. Screams, scream Bradley Gore. I'm so glad you mm -hmm. said that. Autopsy, for sure. Mm -hmm. Which autopsy? The first one, yeah. Oh, Autopsy's okay, or a severed survival, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mental funeral's really good as well. <laughs> and I don't know, so many bands that. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> Rotor War, maybe. Intr uh, Inic. Quitus, is it? Quitus, yeah. yeah, that's a crazy good album. Okay, I, was, I found that on vinyl uh, about two months ago for like 900 yen. So I was super happy with that. That's a very, yeah, that's a very good album. I'd second that. Um, and I think that just leads us to say thank you very much for coming. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so thank much. Um, I'm sorry if we've asked you questions. You've been asked a million times before. No. <laughs> but uh, I really like your T-shirt, man. Yeah, I like yours. <laughs> I want that. <laughs> I, I, you know what? At the, at the funny enough, at the concert, I bought two. Uh, I bought two. Uh, I got this one, which is obviously the T-shirt. But then they do the one kind of T-shirt that I wish every band did. They were doing that T-shirt, but then uh, they did. I think on the sides, it's got like undergang, undergang. Oh yeah, it's like like old school proper metal T-shirts, and then the thing on the back. Uh, so I was like, I had to buy that, and. I I think it, they had a guy selling merch and he was so pissed off because uh, I basically got, um, I was like, oh, I'll take that t-shirt and that t-shirt. And I just pulled out a hundred dollar bill and just went, can you change this? And he's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> and I'm like, change it now. <laughs> and um, I literally stood there and made him and the Necrock guys um, <laughs> like change my hundred dollar bill. But uh, yeah, I was very happy with it. It was, it was a great concert. Um, well, again, thank you very much for coming yeah, in. Thank Actually, you. Very thank much. you so much. So for everyone listening, this uh, I've really enjoyed talking to Takashi. I think we've got a lot of stuff that you could 
go on and listen to like we've got the worm ridden the transgressor are there any more transgressor vinyls available for now yeah uh, only ether for skateboard yeah yeah Ooh, okay i might be talking to you about this <laughs> afterwards um yeah just check out everything that he's done i it, it really is so good uh we've talked about the anatomia albums there's quite a few um and i heartily would encourage some people to maybe listen to decaying in obscurity it's so good uh it was produced by makoto right or like mixed by uh recorded by makoto oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. so former guest of the show makoto mm, right. uh from funeral moth and <coughs> we if you've ever listened to that interview we both lushed over the production to track number two it's fantastic mm. and um yeah, just uh, thank you very much to Carla Radio. No problem. Happy to do this. And come online to our website, kala.jp, K-A-A-L-A.jp, to check out more from Japan's extreme music underground. Signing off. And oh, I'm yeah, not actually. going to sign off just yet, because actually Carla has been very, very busy recently. Yeah. You've been covering a lot of what's happening, which is yep. really good. So get your petite buttocks onto Facebook, mm -hmm. Instagram, mm -hmm. um, and to... Patreon. We just started Patreon. a Patreon. So crowdfund us, please. Patreon. <laughs> we have no money. <laughs> Patreon. They're a uh, technical death metal band. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just, you know what? Go out and check stuff out. Check out the Japanese underground. The best place to do that at the moment is probably Carla. Carla put out a call for people to send in some music requests for us. Because right. we are poor. We do not have that much money. We can't go around buying every single CD there is around. Mm. Fair dues, I have quite a lot of Japanese vinyl, but mm. you know that's a finite thing. So for any Japanese bands listening to this that speak really good English, <laughs> send us a copy of whatever it is you've got on MP3. It doesn't cost you anything. It c hardly costs you any time. I know this. I'm in two bands. Um, <laughs> and... You know, we'll we'll play it on here. I want people to hear uh, what's happening yeah, in Japan. Yeah, we need to find, you know, because we, we look around for a lot of stuff, but we can't find all of it. Yeah. So if you got something, send it to us, and we'll take a listen and get it on here. And also, if you're in another country, just don't send us anything. <laughs> 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 but Looking at um, you, Arizona. <laughs> yeah, I, and also, I, I'm going to do a bit of a self-plug as well. Next, in two weeks, Funeral Sutra are going to yes. be playing their album their second album opening concert for Blood Rite, which is a Carla thing. Yep. And it is going to be crushing. Like, no one's heard the album yet, aside from everyone in Funeral Sutra. And I don't know, if I've got drunk and sent it out to people, you might have heard it. You didn't totally it to kidding. Me, totally <laughs> kidding. I've sent it to no one. Uh, so that it's going to be a very interesting album. Uh, I, wow. It's a great... It's yeah. Honestly, like, yeah. it's a great, great album. And Look come along to that. It's only on vinyl. Awesome. awesome yeah. It's only on vinyl. I've <laughs> seen the front cover. It's fantastic. Um, if you are in Japan, like, come and see that. It should be awesome. And this is me saying, good night, people of the earth. Don't die in your sleep. And good luck. <laughs> 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 and let's put the worm written track after that. Okay. <laughs>
Hey dummies, it's Aaron. You've heard my voice on several of our previous episodes, and today I have a real treat for you. Uh, we, we ask our guests to bring music, uh, you know, special stuff for you guys, and today Takashi came through in a real big way. So let's say, just by pure chance, you happen to be in Tokyo uh, in the early 90s, late 80s, and you happen to pick up the Roded's one album that they ever produced. Maybe you've heard that. Maybe you're that one person in a million who's heard that. Uh, but have you heard their demo tape? Because that's what Takashi brought us. Uh, he's He came with his arms full of just the super, most, the deepest cuts from days of yesteryear. Tapes. Just demo tapes upon demo tapes. Uh, as a result, the quality might not be what you're used to. This is literally a demo tape from 1987. Uh, but the music hasn't suffered too much. It's still absolutely crushing. And so after we hear Eroded's first demo tape uh, containing the tracks Conform to Domination, Sick Yearning, and Inhuman Soul, you will hear the 1993 demo tape of Maggoty Corpse. Oh, love that name. Who put out a couple demos in the early 90s and I believe did a split album uh, with whom I cannot tell you. But this is, you will hear the track Carnale Desideratum. I think you're going to really enjoy this. Uh, I'm getting a big kick out of these bands and indeed all of the bands that Takashi gave us. If only we had enough time to play them for you. I'm sure you guys would enjoy them as well. Alright, here you go. Eroded's demo tape from 1987.
That was Maggoty Corpse from their 1993 demo tape. Next up, uh, I'm going to play you out with a few tracks that I told you I would play on the last episode and didn't because we ran out of time and also space. But I'm going to rectify that now. So first up is the uh, song Stray God from Palm off of their album My Darkest Friend. And after that... I'm going to play you a track that maybe I did play. I can't remember. It's Mind Terror by Little Bastards. And if I did play it for you last time, well, then you're welcome because I'm playing it again. It's great. And the last track of the night is Destruction, Me by Red Ran Amber from their album, which is written in kanji that I don't recognize. Good night. Yeah. 
Yeah. 